All right, boys and girls, thank you so much for tuning in to the Big Honker Podcast. We appreciate all of the downloads. It has been a record-setting couple of months over here, and uh, we just we appreciate every single one of you. This podcast is brought to you by iSight Drone Service, and they are now offering LiDAR inspection with an American-made drone. LiDAR creates an extremely accurate 3D model and can be used for infrastructure and construction inspections, terrain modeling, archaeology, power line inspections, and much, much more. They are actually uh, flying over a farmer's field. They, they're uh, they're going to dig a ditch for watershed management. It's going to tell them exactly where to dig and how much dirt to move. Uh, it's way more precise than anything else, and it's all with an American-made drone. If you are needing anything, if you've got this new piece of duck property or if you're needing them to do something like this farmer's doing, they have LiDAR technology on their side. They can come out to your piece of property, and they can give you an accurate reading of what you need to do. So, for a limited time only, you can save 20% off of their services if you email honker at eyesightdrones.com. Tell them what you're wanting to do, and you can save 20%. It's that simple. I highly recommend you uh, jumping on this because it will not last long. That is from Eyesight Drones. We're also brought to you by Shin Gear Waiters. Folks, if you're going to buy you some waiters, you're going to buy waiters every single year. There's guys on here listening right now that buy a pair of waiters every year. And they dread it every year. Yep. Oh, damn, I wish somebody would come out and make a good pair of waiters. So you got to call waiters, but you can't pay a little bit for them, but they got a lifetime guarantee. So look up Shin Gear Waiters, and they have waiters in stock right now. Holler at them at shingear.com. Shingear.com. They're built out of nylon. Uh, and like Jeff said, they got a promise that they will stand behind their waders for as long as you'll stand in them. So check them out at shingear.com. And you better hurry because uh, supplies are limited. So if you want a pair of the best waders on the market, go check them out. We're also brought to you by Bangtail Whiskey. Enjoy a traditional corn mash whiskey, eight in charge, new American oak barrels. You'll find a pleasant aroma of vanilla spice before galloping in a note of nougat, sweet corn, and a lingering caramel finish. Built on a dream, aged 25 years, handcrafted bangtail whiskey will create the perfect sip no matter how you drink your whiskey. Other than all that fancy shit, does it taste good, Andy? It is very good. There I do my go. whiskey sours out of it. Uh, you can drink it straight, however you want to do it. Bangtail whiskey is the way to go. They can even ship it to you. You go to bangtail.com, and it will go right to your door. Bangtail.com. We're also brought to you by Pacific Calls, the boys up in uh, Spoke Compton. Trevor and Alex. You'll never meet two better guys in the waterfowl industry. Good people. I good mean, people, good product. Seriously. You can call them up at any time. Tell them what you're looking for. They're incredibly knowledgeable. Uh, kind of about, you know, they can talk to you about maybe your skill set, and they can find a call that is best for you. The PCD is still one of the best duck calls that's on the market right now, and uh, I like their 206. It's what I use for lessers. And uh, you need to check them out at PacificCustomCalls.com, or you can call them however you want to get a hold of them, and they can find you a call that will work best for you. They're actually making Reese his uh, his first goose and duck call. Oh, that'd be awesome. So that's going to be here for his birthday. Talk to Trevor, and he said absolutely we'd be happy to do it. That is awesome. You will not meet a better group of guys. So check them out, PacificCustomCalls.com. We're also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. Listen, the shortage is real. If you want shotgun shells for this coming waterfowl season, you better order them now. And if you're a snow goose hunter that hunts in, in February, 
you definitely need stuff in the closet tucked away. Uh, Boss Shot Shells, all American-made products, shipped straight to your door, um, and it hits like a freight train. Bismuth is the way to go. Another group of great great guys, American-made, American craftsmen, Boss Shot Shells. That's at BossShotShells.com. We're also brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. If your coffee sucks, it ain't the duck. It's how we start our morning out here at the Big Honker Lodge every single morning. Made here in the great state of Texas. They've got a blend for you no matter what you like, whether you're a a high-caffeine kind of guy or a mid-roast, whatever. They've got a blend for you. Um, uh, DirtyDuckCoffee.com, and you can pick what you want, and it'll go right to you. They've also got incredible-looking swag. I like like their shirts. DirtyDuckCoffee.com has got uh, the best way, and they've also got a a sampler pack, so you can get uh, all their blends shipped straight to your door. We're also brought to you by Lucky Duck. The tops for those two-by-four blinds game changer, might be the best invention that, that they've ever come up with. My grand dog is going to be riding around in comfort with a brand-new yeah, brand new crate, extra-large crate for his extra-large big ass, yep. a pad in there, and a, and, fan. and a fan. And I think we're working on getting him a flat-screen TV so he can watch Scooby-Doo on his way to the hunts every morning. Lucky so. Duck is working on the technology right now. But, yes, if you've got a plus-size dog like my, my big boy Lou – uh, they now have a five-star crash test rated dog kennel that you can safely put your dog in and not have to worry about him, you know, if something bad happens on the road. Listen, hunting season roads get icy. You want to protect your buddy, put that big-ass pad back there. Also, if you need a spinner, a uh, A-frame blind, they're the way to go. And now, if you're a crane hunter, you can put those tops on the 2 by 4 blind and uh, don't have to worry about the cranes seeing the boogeyman in there. So... I would check them out at LuckyDuck.com. We're also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries, the leader in silhouette manufacturing. Great guys there, too. That is one thing about our sponsors is every one of them is top-notch people, and they go out of their way for their customers. Dive Bomb. Except for the fat bastard at Stanfield Hunting. Yeah, he's a little bit of a dick. You're talking about Tony. Yep. Dive Bomb Industry, if you need silhouettes, they are the way to go. As always, you want to get the bag so that they pack up nice and neat, and you can stay organized during hunting season. It does not matter what you're chasing. They have got a decoy for you, whether it is uh, Canada geese, specs, snows, ducks. They've got uh, Canada floater line that they're really excited about. They're also coming out with the uh, the kickstand. Be looking for it whenever they say that they've got some in stock. If you want it, you better jump on it. Guys, if you're hunting a pond, southwest Oklahoma, northern Nebraska, wherever, you're hunting on a stock pond, take, and, and you got a bank you're going to hunt on, Take you two dozen of those those duck silhouettes and stick them on there. It makes your spread look so completely different. I'm telling you, the colors pop on them. It's a game changer. It's it's a, it's an inexpensive way to add your spread to kill a lot of ducks. So look up at <coughs> DiebombIndustries.com. That's the way to go. We're also brought to you by Gundog Outdoors. Uh, listen, they've got a couple products that I think everybody should need. If you're a waterfowl hunter and you got a dog that likes to, you know, go when the shot is called, you need the quick release system. It's a patented, which means it's extra fancy. You clip it onto your dog's collar and uh, it's got a leash on it. That dog does not go anywhere until you let him. You just pull a little quick release and away he goes. It's super simple to use. This cheap and uh, effective quick release system can be the difference between life and death. So... I would highly recommend, no matter, I mean, listen, all it takes is one. So every dog, I think, as a safety measure, you could use it. They've also got 
their um, field trauma kit. Hunting is a dangerous sport. Uh, just every day you can cut yourself on a knife. It doesn't matter. Um, they have tools in this field trauma kit that I think every hunter should have in their blind bag and in their pickup truck because, it listen, it's just the nature of the beast. Um, plus Alex Langbell, he's a, he's a super great guy. And uh, he's taken a lot of time to kind of figure out what they needed in this field trauma kit. And he had to figure out a way to make this uh, quick release system work. And they both work. So check them out at Gundog Outdoors and uh, take care of that four-legged friend of yours. We're also brought to you by the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. You put enough pressure on them, they are back going. Um, you go to Patreon and you become a cult member and you can listen to all of their podcasts. Their entire library is up on Patreon. Um, the bourbon reviews are free to anybody. So if you just want to listen to the bourbon review, that's free. That's about 20 minutes and it's free to everybody. Uh, but if you want to get to the meat and potatoes of things, uh, donate to their Patreon account and then uh, you can listen to Log Logan and Rebel uh, talk a bunch of shit. They're a lot of fun to listen to and they're great guys. So check them out at the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. We're also brought to you by Goose Creek Retrievers, Mr. Matt Peel. He is touring the world. Got hunt tests all over, and I think he's stacking up them ribbons. Just ribbons galore for Mr. Matt Peel. He's a great guy, incredibly knowledgeable uh, about training labs and hunting dogs, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, you should definitely follow him on Instagram, Goose Creek Retrievers. And if you have any questions or if you've got a dog that you want to send off and have Matt train it, professionally trained, check him out. Uh, I'm sure he'll be more than happy to. Uh, From a started to a finished dog, he can take care of it all. Whatever you need. He's a one-stop shop. That's at Goose Creek Retrievers. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. We've made it through uh, most of dove season, a lot of dove season. A third of the, uh, half of dove season's over. Folks, if you want to shoot some ducks, holler at me. We have some prime Oklahoma dates left. Yes, I'm pushing this. This is new for us on the duck hunting. No, not new for us to shoot ducks, but we're really, really pushing on the ducks. Do a lot more duck hunting. So holler at us in Oklahoma to shoot ducks. We still got cranes and geese in Texas left. But if you want to do a, shoot some ducks and shoot something besides ringnecks and redheads wherever you're hunting and you want to shoot some puddle ducks, holler at us for Oklahoma hunts. I've got a few dates left in December, and i got some January dates still left. But that's at stanfieldhunting.com or call me, and I will answer the phone myself, 940-658-3172. You're going to feel like a real dickhead if they shoot a bunch of ringnecks that day. Well, I will, but I'll blame <laughs> it on you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the podcast, it is just Jeff and I. He's back from his trip, and... Uh, recap that we look forward to hunting season and uh you know just talk a whole lot of other crazy stuff so we hope that you enjoy it here we go Hawker podcast brought to you by Eyesight Drones. I am Jeff Stanfield with uh, hold on with the world famous Andy Shaver. How you doing, Andy? Very good. Wearing my bangtail shirt. 
I tell you what, he's got a tough road to hoe because you can't get fucking bottles right now. Yeah, it's crazy. Our whole this whole COVID has just screwed everything up. He's got whiskey sitting in barrels, can't get glass bottles to send them out. And the bad thing, the worst thing is, is I'm out of whiskey. So, well, he's going to be here in uh, about four weeks. Maybe he can bring you some in a glass. Put it in a moonshine bottle. Put it in a mason yeah, jar. Old, old, old mason jar and bring you some. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, fuck, what are you going to do? Last time we did our little trip around the world and we talked about things that just pertain to us, we left out huh? some stuff. What are you talking about? Well, on your trip to the, where the hell were y'all at? St. Saint, Saint Lucia. St. Lucia. You fucked up somebody's whole vacation, Andy. <laughs> Chef, I don't think I did. You did. Chef. There's, there's, there's a famous no waterfall there, right? Yeah, in the in the... Pitones. The Pitones. What's the name Pitons. of this waterfall? Do you remember? Fuck, I don't even know. You do the mud bath, and then you get. They got the uh, the volcanic ash. You. Uh, that's in Sufir. Also means sulfur in, okay. in their native tongue, um, which you know doesn't matter. But so you do. You rub yourself down, you, or you rub your partner in the volcanic ash, and uh, it's supposed to heal everything. Which that's bullshit because my shoulder still hurts just like it did. Uh, before I did it, and then you go to this, you know, this uh, you get in the uh, hot hot springs from the volcano, and you wash yourself off a little bit, and then you go to this fancy waterfall, waterfall, and uh, that's supposed to be like the one-two punch on on the healing thing. Did it work? Oh fuck no, my back still hurts. Um, so anyway. Um, you know, everybody's in this festive mood and in this uh, community mindset. And, you know, you go stand under the waterfall and then we'll take your picture and then uh, we'll stand under the waterfall, you take our picture. Well, <clears throat> number one, the waterfall is cold as shit. So you're not standing under there for very long. Number two, it's coming, off, it's coming out at quite a volume. So when you get under there, it knocks you down a little bit. So, anyway, we get our picture done, and we're hanging out with another couple. We take their pictures, and I'm feeling extra special, extra festive, extra giving. <laughs> and there's this couple there. They're about to go under, and, you know, they, they're not as social as, as me. So, you know, they're trying to figure out how they're going to take their picture underneath the waterfall. So, I say, hey, I'll take your picture. No problem. Well, they had one of those 1996... Wind-up cameras, waterproof one. The Kodak Insta camera. The Kodak, not the Insta, but the Kodak, you know, you wind it. and Well, I hadn't seen one in 15 years, 20 years. So I'm a little rusty on how it works. So they get, they hand it to me, and, you know, it's waterproof, which I understand. You don't want to drop your phone and have an accident, especially on vacation and be screwed that way. So um, they go, they start to go under the waterfall. And it's loud because it's it's you know it's a roar, and I'm trying to wind this fucking camera up, and I just and I, I like I said, it's been 20 years since I've messed with one, so I'm assuming that's the way it winds. And I go to they get under there, and I go to click, and it doesn't push. I'm like motherfucker. So they get out, and then you know they're like half drunk because they got the shit beat down by the water, and then. I, like, kind of wind it the other way, and I'm like, ooh, fuck. That's the way it winds. Well, I don't say anything. So these people got home and I'm like, Chicago. you know what? That's going to be a really good picture. Y'all are going to be really happy with that. Hand it back to them. And if, if wind cranking it like I was, 
you know, if that didn't ruin the whole camera, I'll be happy. But there is a good chance with me cranking on it like I was the wrong direction. It probably fucked up the whole film inside. So yeah, either they miss best case scenario. They thought they had a picture of themselves in the waterfall and they don't now worst case scenario. Every picture they took up to that moment is trash. So you fucked up their whole vacation. It, possibly. Anybody, yes. Now here, 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 I'm going to take your side on this part. Okay, good. Just a little bit of the part though. The, the part of your ass can needs to, if that, if your whole trip there was based on a $7 camera, hmm. then, then you should have done better on the picture taking. I mean, every iPhone in the world, a uh, smartphone of any type takes pictures. Right. So they should have been better prepared. Now, I can see the ladies like, listen, it's going to be that with the water, the volcano. Let's buy one of those Insta cameras because we can get them wet and it's not a problem right. at all. And they were like, oh, that's great. And he's like, that is so nice of that young man. I was. I was. I was it's, very nice. I was very festive and very giving. And, you know, the rum punch was coming. And so they got back I knew to, that. They got back to Chicago and they're fucking. Or wherever they and were. And their camera. They got their cameras, re- pictures redone. And they're like, fuck. I just pray that they were able to get the camera, to get the pictures off of do there. You, do you remember uh, King of Queens when uh, they go to the wedding and they Doug takes a picture of his pecker <laughs> on the wedding deal? And, that, yeah. and then it gets dead. He blames it on his cousin. <laughs> so could have been worse for him. They could have had Andy's dick on their pictures there wouldn't be much to see now now also on your your dress me and mom in our time in vermont we talked about your trip with our friends that went with us did you see any of the wind-up cameras in your trip or are they not no. do they not even sell Fuck those in no. vermont anymore? you know what we were on in vermont mm. it was a people on senior citizen spring break trip is what it was i can see that it was all like old branson people. No, branson no, no, north no 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 branson's got lots of kids there's branson all kinds does? of kids shit yeah there's all kinds of roller coasters and shit to do and Putt putt and crap. There was none of that there. It was the most beautiful place I've ever seen for that time of year. Yellows, Why? reds, oranges. You've been there this time of year. We went into Vermont this time. We oh. went all the way to Stowe, Vermont. Mm-hmm. Absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. I met a couple of dickheads. Why? Why the, the, the mask or what? You know what? None of that. Oh, just dickhead. No. Dickhead northeasterners. I took my mask off when we landed yesterday at at. DFW in the plane and I took it down and I walked off the plane like I owned that motherfucker. Isn't that a good feeling? And that lady goes, sir, you're a mask. And I looked at her and I said, listen, Joe Biden can go eat at a fucking French restaurant <laughs> in D.C. without a mask. Yeah. I ain't wearing a mask anymore. Right. And I walked through that freaking airport. You know that old that old meme that they have where meme, meme whatever it is and the old guy's got the cigar and like he's the I forgot they, they call him Pimp Dog or some shit. That's how I felt walking through the airport with no mask on. Why? Because everybody else was wearing a mask? Fuck yeah. One other guy didn't have his mask on. We gave each other the old high-headed salute. Right. Like, What's up? Yeah. But uh, I did. I told that, that lady on the plane when I got off that plane, I said, I'm done. Joe Biden don't wear that son of a bitch. I ain't wearing it. Fuck that. What and a I, slap in the face. Oh, yeah. And I walked right on back. And I think inside she was like, you go, boy. You go. But You know, I... On our flight back, we had the <laughs> hottest stewardess. We Well, I say that. The mask throws everything off. She yeah, could have had fucked up teeth, teeth yeah. and I'd have never known. But her eyes and her hair, she was hot. She, now, she did give me a dysfunctional, fucked up cup. Maybe that was I to think, come see you more and more. I think that's what it was. Because she also came back later uh, asking if I needed a set of headphones. I'm like, fuck did you get this from 
She's like, you weren't the one that ordered the set of headphones. And I'm oh like, yeah. Listen, my wife is over there, and I, 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 I know what you're getting at, lady. And you're trying, <laughs> you're trying to seduce me to the bathroom, and it's not going to work. <laughs> as hot as you may be, but boy, I so tell the, you what, the hot chick on American Airlines is running the St. Lucia round from Miami, from Miami to yeah. from Miami to Dallas, and I send Andy an Instagram message. Yeah. Um, I could tell she wanted my Johnson just by the way, you know, she handed me the she handed me the bad cup, which is, you know, she knows. Like they've got those things marked. Hands me the the faulty cup. Um I, you know, I, I make a couple jokes about that. Have her just dying laughing at, at some of my remarks. She walks off and um you know, she walks she walks up and down the aisle quite a bit. And I could tell just by the way, you know, she was peeking at me. It wasn't the way that she'd had to like deliver coffee, tea, no, and water no, no, the whole no, way. It was more no, more no. more about you, huh? Yes, definitely. And uh you know, she should be in first class smoozing those people up. Yeah, that's where the really hot ones were probably. Uh no. Um but I haven't seen a hot stewardess in years. I haven't either. I've never I have never seen a hot stewardess. I've I, you know I've not flown as much as you. You're a world traveler and all, but <laughs> I have never in my life seen a hot stewardess. But she, now, she might take the mask off, and that might she might go from a ten uh, mask on to about a two real quick. I don't know. Her nose could be fucked up, bad teeth, but with the mask the way on, she looked good. She gave me extra extra pretzels. Oh, there's no doubt. That's a dead giveaway. That is a code and a half. That is a dead giveaway. Did Jesse catch on to this? Thank God, no. (laughs) Thank God, no. We were separated by an aisle, and it's kind of noisy on the plane, so she couldn't hear the the banter going on. And then, uh, yeah, out of nowhere, um, I'm enjoying my movie, and um, she just walks up. She's like, "Uh, did you order the set of headphones? Wasn't me, lady. Nice try. It wasn't me. I forgot my headphones. I had to nice buy me, try. I had to buy a new set in Boston. Did they have the TV in the headrest? Uh, no, not oh, on this. Oh, flight. you were on the peasant flight. I yes, see. I and see. and it's funny too because as we boarded the plane, we had seats towards the back. Yeah, and I swear it was like shoot, looking down a triangle because it kept getting short. That the, the or a, a, I don't even know what you'd call it. A point. It seemed like because it was getting shorter and shorter and thinner and thinner. What do you mean? The chairs were getting smaller oh. as the further oh, we went right. back. Like, oh, we're in the back seat. We're in the we're in the poor section. Yeah. And you know, uh, Boston was full of Dallas Cowboy fans. <laughs> oh, because they played, they played in New They England. played there. Everywhere you go, are y'all here for the game? No. Fuck no. We're here for the leaves. We're, we're here for the leaves. We're, we're, we're old people. We're on the old folks spring break. But that's I, what they called it. It was the old folks. That's what I named it because that's what it was like. We went into, it's funny, we went, we were in Kenny Bunkport and, uh, Went into shop and met a lady that's a professor that owns a shop there that does not like liberals. Really? No, because uh, she said something. I don't know how we were talking. I didn't even bring up politics. She said, I said, uh, you have a nice shop. I said, you live in a wonderful place here. It's very beautiful. She goes, yes, it is. And she goes, but we have to deal with some assholes. This lady's like 75 years old. Yeah. And I was like, really? She goes, yeah. She goes, I had some asshole liberal in here the other day. <laughs> and she said, this is quote. She said, he told me. She said, he goes, are y'all having trouble with employees? She goes, yeah. She goes, where are you living? Under a fucking rock? It's everywhere. She had that <laughs> northern accent kind of. She goes, it's everywhere you go. There's people who are looking for people to work. He goes, well, that's because they don't all want to do a meaningless job like you do. Jesus. She's like, listen here. She goes, I'm a professor, and I own this business also. It's not meaningless. She goes, it's dumbass liberals like you that are causing these problems. <laughs> 75 years old. Anyways, How dare that guy, But though. before I walked into that, 
before I'd walked into her shop, we were pulling into a parking lot, and it's a real small parking lot. And I, there was a guy backing out, and I saw him. And I was in the the lane that was all I had to do was whip right in and get it. But there was a guy across the deal that had his you could he had his heart set on that parking spot. Yeah. He had his old blinker on, and you could see he was all nervous and shit. And I told I told Coach I said I'm fixing to screw this guy because I'm fixing to get this parking spot. So I whipped around real quick as he was whipping in, and we made eye contact. And I, and I pointed at the parking spot, and I go, do you want that? And he's kind of like shakes his head up and down. I thought, you know what? I'm a nice guy. So I pulled on in the parking lot, and the parking lot was about as big as this room was. And there was another car at the end backing out. So we had to move around, and it took 10 minutes for me to get in the parking spot. Well, as I get out, that older man is getting out. And he's probably He was probably 70 years old. And I saw him in the parking lot, and I said, hey. I said, you thought I was going to steal your parking spot, didn't you? He goes, I sure did. I said, well, it's a good thing I'm from the south because I'm <laughs> a nice guy. He goes, well, hell, I'm from Texas. <laughs> I go, well, so am I. And it, this is no shit. And Coach heard him say this exactly. I said, where do you uh, – he said, we're from in Texas. I said, well, I'm originally from Wichita Falls. He goes, well, do you know where Gory, Texas is? I go, Hard to not to. I said, are you shit? About 20 me? miles away. He goes, and Monday? I said, mm-hmm. yeah. I said, I live in Knox City. He goes, you know, there's supposed to be some pretty good goose hunting around Knox City, Texas. <laughs> That's what the old man said to me. I said, I'll be a son of a bitch. Worked for Shell Oil Company, retired, lives north of Tyler in the little community. Real nice guy. What was guy. he doing up there, looking at the leaves? He was on an old folks spring break. Me and mom would have been like the junior high kids busted into a college fraternity spring break. Why? Because we were so much younger than most of the old people there. Oh. Most of the old people were 10 years older than us. But... Man, you'd go from ten, it was just a beautiful place for people that want to go see something. If you've got a wife and you want to surprise her, and you're forty over forty years old, and you want to take her somewhere that she will really appreciate, get you book your airplane tickets to Boston or Manchester or Portland, Maine, and rent a car and plan on just driving for four or five days. And there's so many things to see. We went to the covered bridges in Vermont; they were neat. We went to Stowe. We rode the the tram up to the top of the ski hill. There's a lot of blue blood pretentious fuckers in Stowe, though. That's how I would be. Yeah, you would be. You would be one of them cocksuckers because there was a bunch of them there that kind of looked down at you. Fuck yeah, that's me in yeah. a nutshell right there. And um, then we went to the most fucked up people in the world gala in Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah. If you've got a child that plays Dungeons and Dragons, they're <laughs> going to end up in fucking Salem, Massachusetts during <laughs> Halloween. Just having a good old time. That place was freaking crazy. It was like Disney World on a Saturday. It was packed. No. Every shop you had to wait to get into, and I oh, wasn't going into no shop. It well, was because a, they have a maximum? No, just because it was fucking packed. <laughs> I mean, to tell you, and, and fucked up people, ugly lesbians. Mm-hmm. Tons of ugly lesbians. I think Wiccan and being a lesbian must go hand in hand or being a witch. I think Salem is a, uh, a lesbian capital. I saw a bunch of them. Well, that's where y'all got those pictures last year of the lady, wasn't it? Yeah. Posing nude? No, that was in uh, Marblehead. What's the difference? That's uh, about fifteen miles. Uh-uh. But that wasn't that wasn't a new deal. She was or not a lesbian thing. She was a she was a a, a model for their art gallery or for their art. They were walked for people who hadn't heard this story before. We were walking through Marblehead from our restaurant to our house there, and as we're walking by, they got an art studio there, and they have a class there, and they were doing art classes. And I look in, and Big Bertha or Two Ton Tessie is sitting on a fucking stool. Fucking buck ass neck, and these people are painting their ass. I was born in the late 60s. I grew up in the 70s and 80s when things weren't politically correct, and I can get a good laugh at someone else's expense, and I really enjoyed that. It was funny. There it is, right there. Number one, Northampton, Massachusetts. Where's Northampton at? Uh, right north of Southampton. 
I don't know where Northampton is. Number one lesbian capital of the world, of I'm the be- United States. I'm betting I went there then. Dubbed as Lesbianville, USA by National Enquirer in 1992, Northampton, Massachusetts is the best city in America for lesbians. Well, The I'm- Northampton area has always been a great place to live because gays and lesbians can legally get married. Portland, Oregon, number two. Been to both places. Now, I'm going to tell you that in Salem, there was a ton of them. They were everywhere. Lesbians? Oh, I'm telling you, holding hands, kissing. And and, and I'm going to tell you something else, too. You always get on to me for fat shaming people. Yes, you're very much a fat shamer now. Well, I'm still a fat guy. But we live in a fucking fat society. You're just now noticing that? Oh, I did just more and more, and it's the younger people that I notice. When I, would, I bet you hadn't been to Northampton. It's way... I bet I have. Way. It's right north of Salem. No, it's not. Oh, it is over north there. North of no. Springfield. No, I've not been over there. By then. Pittsfield. I've never been there. Two and a half hour drive. Okay. I've been to Provincetown, Massachusetts, which is the gay capital of the world. But I bet, you know, it's only two and a half hours. You when did, What day did you go to Salem? Um, we landed on Thursday, went Thursday and f- Thursday What day did you notice Saturday. the lesbians? Well, every time I've been there, but on Saturday especially. I bet you the, the lesbos had the weekend off. I'm like, you know what, let's go take a trip over. The place was packed. The parking garage, everything was the packed. Di- the dykes took a trip. That, and, but but it, was, it was unattractive lesbians, most of them. I did see two hot blondes, though, together <clears throat> holding hands. I have never seen. I thought it was a trick. I've never seen two good-looking lesbians. Mm. Usually you'll see maybe Together. one that's decent, and the other one looks like fucking a, a fat like guy, a guy with a burr top. Yeah. This was two good-looking blondes. Right. Half shirts, belly button rings. They all wear combat boots. Listen, if, if you've got a daughter and she's wearing combat boots, maybe it's a style. I don't know. Or maybe she's fixing to come out because there was a lot of them going on. A lot of combat boots. That was, that, that was the thing to go, I guess, because they were all over the place. But, uh, anyways, we went to Kenny Bunkport, went by the Bush Compound, looked around all that area. Beautiful place. But Stowe, Vermont, really. And we went to a town called Woodstock, Vermont. And that was probably my favorite place we went. They had a, they had a covered, covered bridge. The leaves were pretty. It was just, people were super nice. Everywhere we go, like Boston, everybody's always real nice in Boston, anyways. Not only, Salem has a uh, LGBTQ on their home town page everywhere you look they've got the flag going that's a uh that's you know they don't just do witches there i I, and i also saw something i've never seen before in my life Mm. i saw a black trans lives matter sign not just black lives matter yeah black trans lives matter black trans lives matter yep i bet there's not a whole lot of black trans just going off the top of my head i i don't I don't know, but it was it was right outside of Stowe, and you could tell it was somebody that was just wanted to include everybody. I guess the Chinese trans dude is just completely fucked. Nobody gives a shit about him. Yeah, he's screwed. Um, you know, the 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 bit in the new Dave Chappelle is that he he, he jokes because he said, I don't know what the gays have done, but like they've only been fighting for like thirty years. And, like, they've already got all these rights. He's like, black people, shit, we've been fighting for 200 years. So the joke is you can talk about race, but the, the minute that you 
talk about homosexuals in a negative way is when cancel culture comes from you. He was right on that. Gruden, that was the whole thing that got Gruden fired. Yeah, they didn't give a crap. Michelin Lips, didn't they, were gonna, they were going to try to ride that one out. But when he called Goodell a faggot and told somebody to suck his dick or something and said, oh, I bet he would like it, that, that was a bridge too far. So Dave Chappelle was right. Mm-hmm. Like, when you start talking about the gays in a negative light, well, then that's when we're going to come get you. I don't. I grew up in a different generation, of course, and we used to play smear the queer with the football. Yep. Uh, faggot was a word that was used quite often. It's not a word I use anymore at all, but, I mean, that was a word that you, you faggot, you know what I mean? Right. But today, kids are so trained at a young age to not say nothing about anybody. Right. But – when we were playing Smear the Queer, we weren't even actually thinking about someone gay. It was just the name of playing a football game we played. So, back to what I was saying. I bet the black trans is an awfully small community. Based on these numbers, 0.6% of the adult population is trans. The black population so makes one up... one person in 200 is trans. The black population that's, makes up, what, 13% of the United States? Yes. So, I mean, just if you went by that, it would be 13% of 0.6%, whatever the hell that is. So, so they're saying that for every 200 people, there's one transgender? That's what it says right there. No, one in about every 250 adults are almost 1 million Americans. One in 250. So, that means we've got four chicks four. with dicks in Knox City. Right. Well, there's a, I'm sure there's a Pareto distribution there. Um, yeah. About 1.4 identifies transgender. Now, that's a little bit misleading because it, just if you identify as transgender, but you haven't gone through any of the surgeries, I think of transgender as like lopping something, something off and adding stuff. That's transgender to me. But anyway, like I was saying, so what's 13% of, of 1 million? 130,000? 13,000? It would be... 10% would be 100,000, so yeah, it would be 130,000 people. That can't be right. So 130,000, there's 130,000 black transgenders if you just went off of no the numbers. You, you, there's 330 million people in America. This says, I'm just going off of this. There's one, round it down, 1 million transgender adults. And if you took 13% of that. Oh, yes, yes, you, you would be right. I'm going black 000. transgenders. I'm just trying to so find So the whole that United States, there's 100. I can't imagine there's 130,000 of them. I, I black just, transgenders? I just can't believe there's 130,000 transgender people in there's this country. 1.4 million. That yep. just shocks the shit out of me. It really does. I still think a lot of people that consider themselves transgender, gay, whatever, are people that just ain't had no luck. <laughs> They're like, fuck it. It don't work. Let's try the other side. I mean, right, what the hell? Double my odds. You know? I'd like to get a blowjob tonight, and if she or her or none of them want to do it and that guy wants to do it, maybe I'll let him do it and see if it's any fun. I just don't understand. I just don't. Do you really think there's that many of them? Evidently, it says there's 1.4 million, Jeff. Who am I to argue these numbers? There's several sources that have said that. I just That's just crazy to think of that. But, but I'm telling you right now, the, 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 the gay race or the gay parade, the gay, all that stuff, it is everywhere you go up there. That's all that that's, that's all that was in Miami. They had intersections painted the uh, yeah. the rainbow flag. 
and the which ch- I can kind of because you know hell there's the birdcage that was a movie about a drag bar so two out of four churches I saw up there that have a gay parade a gay flag sign outside front on a church <laughs> and I'm not kidding with you in these small towns right. these small American towns where Norman Rockwell would paint a flag or paint paint these scenes because every town looks that way every one of them would have a gay a gay flag in front of their let's be inclusive or let's do this I don't care what you do. But I don't. I can't. I I can't imagine a church advertising that. So were you anti-homosexuals in the church? No, I, no. I don't care. Well, what are you getting I just, at, Jeff? Do you see him? Do you see him waving a straight flag out front? No. Not really should they? If you're straight, come on in. We'll take you here. No, it's a church. It should be inclusive for anybody. So they should not advertise it. No. They should keep. They should keep that. If you're well, trying then, to box me ha- into a corner, not, it ain't going to happen I'm because to, I'm telling you right now. I'm not trying to box I'm, you into a corner. I know, I'm, I'm just gonna, trying to find out exactly what you're saying I'm going to give you this oh, I'm easy a little, out. I'm a little, I'm a little foggy on what you're trying to get at. Here's the easy out right now. Okay. Church is not a place to be advertising gay or straight or trans or anything else. Okay. It's not a place to advertise anything. But how do they know that they're welcome if there's not a flag? It's a church. All church. I'm going to tell you the same thing I told the lady when I went to ethics classes as a judge. And I said something about doing community service for a Muslim. And she said, well, do you think a Muslim would be invited into your church and welcome? I said, you know what? Maybe a Muslim ought to go to a church and find out they are welcome and keep them from burning in hell. She did not like that answer. Hmm. So, yes, anybody's welcome in a church. Anybody. Have you ever been to a church that you weren't allowed to be in? I, I typically try not to go to places where I'm not allowed. Have you ever heard of a church? I've your never church, tried to go to a mosque, to a, a mosque or a synagogue not, or any of that. Okay. A mosque is not a church. It's a church in the Islamic community. Well, them fuckers don't like Christians. Worship. I would not think you'd be inclusive. you would be included there in I welcome. probably would not be. A synagogue you would be, I would think. Mm. But I've never tried to go in a, a Catholic church or any. If I went into a Catholic church, you've never church, been in a Catholic church. They wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, they would not let me participate in the service. I've been to funerals in Catholic churches. I, yeah, it's a lot of up downs. But you would not. If you went there on a Sunday, you would not be eligible well, to participate in. So they would kick you out. They wouldn't be very welcoming. I don't, I don't know think about that. I don't know. You about can't that. take communion. Well, that that might be the rule on the communion. I don't know, but I don't think you would be. You would not be. You're welcome. not given full access to the Catholic rites because you've not you've not done the. Uh, well, we've went down this road before with the Catholics, anyways. Let's not really set them on too high a standard on some of their things. No, no, I'm not trying to, but I'm just saying, if I went to a Catholic church, I would not be granted all of the rights because I do not subscribe. Church of Christ is the same way. I think. I don't know. But what I'm saying is the Catholics aren't waving a flag that said, if you're not Catholic, don't bring your ass in here. No, it's understood. <laughs> I don't know about all that. But I think that a church should be open for anyone that wants to come in the doors. I agree. And I don't think they should be f- waving flags for gay rights or non-gay rights. I think everything should just be open. I, I, think, I don't think a church should have any kind of perimeter set around it. I think if you're rich, poor, black, Yellow, blue, green, red, straight, gay, uh, whatever you are, you should be allowed in that church. And I think anyone that keeps you from being that for any reason at all is wrong. You know, that's God's place. And I feel bad talking about God because we talk about so many other bad things on here. But I don't think a church should be having the gay flag or the straight flag outside. Is there a straight flag? I don't feel like No, there's not. I told a guy in Boston that the most discriminated person in the United States of America is a fat white guy. 
You're not wrong. It's not. It's true. Fucking airplane seats are made for skinny people. Amusement parks are made for skinny people. If you're straight and white, they don't want you around them. There is. Okay, it shouldn't be flown either. That's so that's, stupid looking. That's the gay. That's gayer than the gay flag. I would agree with you. The heterosexual. Oh uh, well, no, I can see that. Male, female, meet in the middle. It shouldn't be any. There shouldn't be a fucking flag for being straight. That's just normal. Now, Jeff, who are you to say what's normal? You, you don't think being straight's normal? Jeff, you're you're. No, you're, I'm asking you're you right now. <laughs> I'm gonna put you on the hot seat. So you're telling me being straight is not normal? Uh, what's the percentages, Jeff? We'll just call the percentages. Off, we'll just go off of the percentages. There wouldn't be a fucking person around if it wasn't for two straight people. There has uh, nobody ever been born from two gay people. It's Adam, ever. Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. That's right. What's that one? That's not a straight flag at all. So you're telling me you don't think. No, I didn't say that at all. No, I'm asking you now. You put me on the seat. So you tell our listeners right now, you don't. You think being straight is wrong. I, where where well, have you, you gathered that? Up, you haven't stood where up Where have you gathered that? that from my comment to. Okay, being oh, straight is normal. He's anti-straight. Do you think straight's normal? <laughs> I think if you look at the percentages, that there's more So we're going by people. math now only. Is that how we're going to do everything from now on? I don't know. How many kids are being born right now in gay that homes? were born between because two gay people had a child together? Like zero. Like naturally? Well, how else do you have a fucking kid? Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of homosexual couples that are having babies. And they had to borrow some sperm or eggs yeah. off somebody else. Right. That's what I'm that's what I'm sex. asking you. Naturally, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Naturally you can't have a baby. I'm right. telling you right now, two lesbians can bump and grind, finger bang each other till they're fucking dehydrated and they pass out. They're not going to have a kid nine months from now. Jeff, just remember, we just talked about God earlier. I know, and God knows this too. He's the one that created us. Uh, Andy, give me a break. I, he, I think I think how I, many? I think the amount of gays is throwing him for a loop. And anal sex, the only thing you can get out of that is fucking attorneys, and everybody knows that shit too. You can't have kids unless you've got a man and a woman. Look at gay Pete. Mayor Pete, flamboyant Pete, whatever you want to call him. He's the transporta- transportation secretary. Mm-hmm. He's been off for two months paid leave. For paternity leave. Because I think that's available to anybody. That's bullshit. You think so? Fuck yes, it is. Two fucking months? I, I, I didn't make the rules, Jeff. You this know what? The if they're having trouble raising a kid, maybe they should have got a woman involved. No, no, no. I think that's available no matter who's had the kid. It's ridiculous, though. No man needs to be off two months when his wife gives birth. First of all, Pete's husband didn't give no fucking birth. He walked in the hospital and walked out feeling just like he did before. Well, a little bit more joy, I bet. But it's a little the more joy. He's not feeling no stretch marks, no fucking. No, he's not. You know, he's not putting hemorrhoid cream or any of yeah. that. Well, he might be. I don't know. Put no chaffed lips, you know, spray on them. Ice, now, ice pack. Now let's ask this now. How long until we hear about the first woman, or not first woman, the first gay man in a gay-gay relationship that's got postpartum depression? It's coming. Because that's the world we live in. Oh, honey, you just don't love me. I had this baby. Is there going to be postpartum depression? Can Ma- You're really going to put that up there? I'm going to look. You're fucking spouting off It's not part rum. Postpartum. Partum. I don't think you spelled partum right, but you may have. I don't have a clue. I don't know. But that's the way you spell it right there. Po. Oh, it's one word. Yeah. That don't matter. 
postpartum depression in men. Jesus Christ. See, Jeff? <laughs> what happened yes, to men you. in this country? I told you. See there? Current, yeah, for the LGBTQ community. That's who we're talking about. You just said, is there I a gay understand. man that's had postpartum depression? Where the fuck else are you going to go to look, Jeff? That is also from uh, OBGYN. Why would he go to an OBGYN? Well, Jeff. Yeah. We don't require any financial disclosures. I don't know that I'm going to find anything. This is more like a PowerPoint. And you know what's funny? I'm not even anti-gay at all. I don't, I don't care. But this kind of shit kills me right here. And the gay people that I know don't fly a flag at their house. They don't do any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't care what, who you sleep with. But don't try to make it about something that it's not. And postpartum is a bullshit deal. For, now, I can see a, a gay Hold woman on. having it because she's having the kids still. Whoever shoots that, that baby out, I understand them having postpartum depression. I do. But a man that's not having a baby does not have postpartum depression. He may want to blow his fucking brains out because the kid won't sleep for three or four nights in a row. I understand that. Mm-hmm. He may want to slam his head in the fucking door because his husband wife has been bitching at him for three days over something. I can understand that. But it ain't. you're not depressed over having a baby. <laughs> are you arguing with me on this uh 50 percent. i'm just i'm just trying to read in a hurry which is uh sometimes tough because you spout off and i try i try to engage with you and I also try to read so um it says but men are susceptible to postpartum mood disorders jeff of course they are so glad we can put that rumor to bed man what year is this is this like 1968 or something with your attitude no, it's the just, same attitude we should have all the time. It's just, just ridiculous. It. I I was in liberal utopia, uh-huh. so I understand that, but it was everywhere, every single place. You're boxed in now, Jeff. Yeah. You got nowhere to go. I boxed you in. No, had you walk, had you talking in circles. <laughs> I told a. Oh, I'll tell you something funny. We went to um, we were at Harvard, and. Um, we were, I was getting some things, and I bought a Harvard alumni cup. And this this guy was kind of a little down, looking down on everybody in there and stuff. And so I asked him, I he he done that cup. He goes, "Oh, you're a Harvard alum." Mm-hmm. I said, "No." I said, "My janitor at work is." <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "Oh." I said, "Yeah." I said, he's a smart guy, but he's lost. He don't know what the fuck he's going to do. Like a lot of these dumb liberal fuckers. Were there kids on campus, or are they also remote? Yeah, we walked. Through, we walked through like by the dorms where they were all outside on their computers and iPads. This one fucking kid looked like he was about to shoot himself. He's all depressed over there. And I thought, buddy, I wish was I had he your gay problems. And just had a baby. Or I don't what? know what happened. Is I think, fucker, you're 19 years old. You obviously probably come from a nice family. You got a big, nice, brand new Apple mm-hmm. laptop. You're out there working on. You got. A fucking Rolex watch you're wearing and shit. You really think I'm feeling sorry for you because you look like you're having a bad day? You can go to some sorority and bang some hot chick tonight. You you, you, know? you are in the 1% of 1%ers just by going to Harvard. <laughs> yeah, and we walked. So. Yeah, and so, but it was. You're not going to pull the victim card on us for too hard. That's what I always find funny is when they, when they march at Harvard. Like, really? Oh, yeah. You're going to march for all, really, you, of all people. Interesting. And you know they discrimi- they, they discriminate against the Chinese students there. Yes, they did. Horrible. I'm bringing that up too. And really? you know what's funny? At Harvard, the best looking women were all what? Chinese. Oh, everyone, oh, the Oriental chicks were the best looking women there. I don't think you can say that word. What Oriental or chicks? Well, either will probably get you in trouble. 
What what is the hell's wrong with Oriental? I, what should I call them? Chinese or Japanese? You got to find out where they're from, Jeff, and then you got to like. What if they're for Korean? You got to call them Korean or or from ta- Taiwan. Well, you got to call them Taiwanese. Anyways, the best looking women there were all Oriental chicks. What they do? They made them score so much higher. Fuck, they're the smartest kids. They don't give you no problems. They do their I work. I don't understand that. But I think what was Harvard doing is what I'm asking. I don't know. They they don't want them there. Well, I don't know. Fuck, that seems a little racist. Well, it it is. But they were they, there were lots of Oriental students still there. It was always the pasty white chicks or the Oriental chicks. Mm-hmm. It was really basically what it was. That's a neat area to go to. It's a nice campus. It's a real nice campus. This is nicer than Texas Tech. Completely different type of campus. Really? Yeah. Tech's not. Tech doesn't have a bad campus, but Tech's like Arizona State or something. No, it's not. Tech was voted one of the most beautiful campuses on in the nation by people in Lubbock, Texas. Yes. No. Andy, I've been to many, many, many colleges, and Tech would not be in the top ten of places I've been. Oklahoma State is a prettier campus than Texas Tech. Speaking of that, I was at Bob's Clam Hut, and there's people in front of me, and they were um, had on Oklahoma State jackets. Yeah. And the kind of them silky jackets that you used to get if you smoked 400 boxes of Marlboros or something, mm-hmm. they had Oklahoma State on them. And so this lady was asking about a beer. I said, they don't sell that beer here. I said, you want to get that shit in Stillwater. She goes, how do you know we're from Stillwater? <laughs> Ma'am, you got fucking Oklahoma State from top to bottom. I know you are. Husband is a real nice guy, farmer around Guthrie, Oklahoma. Anyways, uh you're going to look up. Tech is not a pretty university. Well, right now they got Southern New Hampshire University, and that's fucking online. So I'm starting to doubt the credit <laughs> of this. They had buses up there all over from there. So they're all going to be up northwest in, in the northeast just about. Ole Miss is a beautiful Hold on. Campus. I'm, I'm going to bet it's the first college from the south. There's Harvard is 11th. We went to so Dartmouth. We were, in, we were in Hanover. We had dinner there. So we was at Dartmouth. Notre Dame. Hmm. Where's Texas Tech? University of Mississippi. You've been there, haven't you? Oh, I said Ole Miss was a lot prettier. Oh. University of Bama. I hadn't been there. I've been to Duke. I've been to Rice. I've been to Florida State, Texas A&M. Texas A&M above Texas Tech? Yeah. No way. Well, we're not even on the top 50. Yeah. I've been to University of Minnesota. I've been to Colorado. I've been to Northwestern. I've been to a lot of those. But I'm telling you that it, it, Harvard is a pretty campus, but it's just historical. But it's just, you know, it's prettier than Boston University. BU? Yep. Then we was at, uh, got my ass chewed out yesterday for parking in a parking spot outside of Fenway Park. And you weren't supposed to or what? No. I dropped mom and the Howis off at the Yaki Way uh, place you can buy shirts and shit. Mm-hmm. And so they went in and I was like, I've been here a couple times. I don't want you to do this. So I'll just drive around. She couldn't find parking because they're having the game last night. So I'm driving around and driving around. And there's a little fucking grocery store there. So I just Correct. pulled in. I'm sitting out there. I'm on my phone waiting for them to text me. And about the time I get a text from mom, she goes, we're coming out right now. I said, okay. You need to leave. You need to leave. <laughs> right in my window, I said, yeah, what's going on? You need to leave. It's not parking area. I said, I know. I got to go pick my wife up. She's not in store. <laughs> I said, all right, I'm leaving. <laughs> just shaking his head and shit and walked off. Take that shit seriously, yeah. don't they? We went to the famous pizza place there. Regina's, Regina's. I don't know how you pronounce it. Sweetest waitress I've ever had in my life. 
Was she good looking too, like my stewardess? No, she was not a looker, but she was nice. Me and Coach drop off Mom and Christy, and we drive to Boston Commons to park, which is a 10-minute drive. They're waiting in line outside. There's a line to get in. Of course. So we're hoping we'll get back, and we won't have to wait in line. We get almost to Boston Commons, and Mom says, "Uh, y'all need to hurry up. She told us to order now. Oh, shit. We get the car parked. We walked outside. I tagged for an Uber, waiting for an Uber. Mom says, this lady's a real bitch. (laughs) She said, we need to order now. She didn't have time to wait on us. I said, just get a get a sausage and get a, a cheese pizza. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all need to hurry up. We get there, walk in. The lady walks up. I go, hello, darling. How are you doing? I said, can I get this? Yes, sir. She's just as nice as could be. She so, was not nice to mom? Oh, mom and Christy said she was a bitch. Really? She was just as nice could be to us. I left her. I said, I'm going to leave her $100 tip. <laughs> I bet that flew all over. Oh, exactly. She is not nice. She is a. She was a bitch <clears throat> before y'all got here. Blah, blah. She was a real nice lady. Pizza was good. I mean... I can't tell the difference between most pizza joints. Dave, right. what's the guy's name that said it was Portnoy. so good? Portnoy says it's the really good. It was good pizza, but I, I mean, I, I don't know if it's any better than the other place. We ate at another place. We ate at a place, a local place at uh, Kittery, uh, one night, and the pizza there was just as good. Pizza's one of those things. It's hard to fuck up. If you have good dough and a good oven. You don't have to really was this roll like, out a Was lot. this like fire, fi- brick yes, oven, yes. fire brick had the, oven pizza? Had the black on the bottom of the deal. This is a good it's pizza. Good Fox's pizza is just as good. Yeah. It really is. His pizza that he makes is just as good as anything that we had up there. Well, you got to get the cheese right, too. There's a cheese balance that you want. It was The, the pizza was good. We had a lot of lobster. Uh, not a beer drinker, but I love these sour beers. In fact, I'm gonna order me some sour beer. I'm gonna order me a couple of cases tonight. I really like Jesus them. Jesus Christ! I'll have them. Sh- sh- I won't be able to go when in two weeks. I won't be able to go nowhere until Chris after hunting season's over. Right. So if I want to put a six pack of beer at the lodge, it'll last about one day with everybody drinking it. So I'm gonna buy me a couple of cases of sour beer to leave up here. Mm. I liked them. It was good, but one or two sour beers. One beer's all I'll have in the night, anyways. You're about topped out. I'm not. I'm Especially not, the sour beer leads to the sour gut. I'm not gonna drink. Three, four, five, six beers. I'm not Logan Pyatt. I thought I was having a fucking heart attack last night. What? Oh, I had the worst indigestion I've ever had. What'd, you, what'd Jesse kill you with? Yesterday morning, I had eggs. I had jalapenos with eggs, basically. Did you eat at the lodge or at home? I ate at home. I had quesadillas with a side of hot sauce. And then last night for dinner, I had uh, the chicken brochettes with a lot of jalapenos. You don't usually it. even eat that many jalapenos. Jeff, I thought I was going to have to go to the fucking hospital last night. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious. We, I ate. I had that last bite, and I could kind of feel a little bit of heart, heartburn coming on. I went and took a Tums, preventative measure, and I thought I was going to have to go to the fucking hospital. If, if, <laughs> if, put it this way, if I was 10 years older, I would have gone to the hospital. If, if I was in my mid-40s, I would have gone to the fucking hospital. You burped it out of you. I don't know. I went to sleep. I went to bed. So you woke up so you're still alive. Jeez. I'm telling you, it felt like somebody had their hand in on my heart and was just squeezing the fuck out she of it. She got Pepto Bismol. I was eating Tums like they were, but I'm serious. I told Jesse, I felt like Fred Sanford. <laughs> Here come Elizabeth. It was terrible. Couldn't even enjoy the, I wanted to watch a football game. Here I am, 34 years old. I'm going to die of a heart attack because I had too much spicy shit. I've never had indigestion. And you exercise and work out a lot. That would have been just my luck. That would have been a shitty day. 34 years old. How'd he die? Fucking heart attack. 
Couldn't thought, believe it. Thought it was jalapenos. I, that's all I thought. But I mean, how are you supposed to know? Well, your arm go right. Your right arm go. They got all kinds of ways. That Everything say. was hurting, Jeff. I thought clammy? I was going to throw up. Were you clammy? Fuck yeah, I was clammy. My heart was going about to explode. <laughs> I was sweating. It was awful. It was terrible. I took meth four days in a row last week. Meth? Mm-hmm. Did you not know it? I got, uh, Christy got, had real Sudafed. Oh. My nose was draining and shit. She goes, do you want some meth? I go, huh? She goes, I got the real Sudafed, the shit they make the meth out of. Some bitches, them pills work good. You can only buy, you can't buy a whole bunch of those. Anymore. No, you have to use your driver's license. I told her, so I might have to get some of them next time I get a sore throat. My allergies killed me up there. Up there? Yeah, and usually it's surprising because usually when I get it where it's moist and stuff, it's not bad, but it was horrible. Huh. I don't know if that was the pollen count. I don't know if it was what, what it was, but boy, it was bad. But, you know, we went to a pot shop. Like the marijuana or yeah. like pottery? Barn? No, no, no. We didn't go to pottery barn. We went to a place and bought some uh, CDB gummies. CBD. CBD gummies. Jeff, you know you can do that right in Knox City. I understand You did that. not have to travel. I'm not going to the bongs and dongs You did store. not have to travel 2,500 miles. Nope. I went there because my shoulder get, was bothering me, so I was going to go in there and see what they had. I was going to get some CBD cream. Uh-huh. And uh, one night I couldn't sleep, and I took a, a gummy, knocked me on my ass. Here's my question. I slept great. Here's my question to you. Uh-huh. Your shoulder's hurting. Uh-huh. I'm assuming marijuana is legal up there? Not not where we were at. It oh. is it is in Maine, I believe. And we stayed in Maine, but we were in Vermont or New Hampshire or somewhere. And they didn't have – they had a lot of uh, – one of the states had them. The state we were at did not have the CB – the TH – it, it only had C. Okay. What, what's the difference? THC, is that the strong shit? That's the psychoactive okay. ingredient. Okay. We got marijuana. CBD, is all we got. Right. And so I took. But the place you were, marijuana. So it wasn't a pot shop, it was a CBD shop. Right. Okay. I got you. We're clear now. Yeah, I didn't go into the actual. I went in one of them in New Jersey by accident and had to take a poop. <laughs> Walked in, I was like, what the fuck is this? They had all kinds of shit. And I was looking at the prices of it and thought, boy, I'm in the wrong business. Yeah, that's no kidding. God dang, they sell that shit for $500 for just a little bit of it. What? In New Jersey, they had some shit for $500. My goodness. I don't know what it was, but mm. it wasn't the same shit the kids in Sunnyside were smoking at the bus stop when I was a junior high. I can promise you that much. In junior high, they were smoking marijuana? There was a kid. In, I went to a couple of schools with a couple of kids that smoked marijuana. In junior high? Yeah. My, my, my. They, they, uh, I don't, I don't know if either one of them are alive still. Well, you know, listen. They had a they had some rough lives growing up, anyways. I'm all for people kind of doing what they want to do, but at a certain age. Oh, there's there's no reason to have now. If you're sneaking a beer here and there in junior high, that's fine. But like, if you're always on alcohol or always doing the marijuana, that's going to be a dark road. I went to By school. By the time you reach 28. I went to high school with three kids that were all dead before 40, all from drinking too much. Oh. One of that. them, one of them in junior high used to get those little waitress bottles, or not waitress, the stewardesses, the airplane bottles. I could have got one of those if I'd have tried. He had. Hard. You can't even drink in he, second class. He used to bring Jim Beam in them bottles all the time. Mm-hmm. And he, he would drink two or three every day. Fucking 13 years old. Where's his parents at? You know, thinking, looking back now. And it was a different time. Hell, I was 16 years old, and if we got caught drinking beer, they'd just make you pour it out. All those damn latchkey kids. How drunk are you? I, I think I can get home. When you get your pour that beer out and get your ass home. Right? Go. Don't let me see y'all running around Kemp Street anymore. Y'all go straight home, okay? I don't want to see y'all till tomorrow night. Okay. And that's the way it was. Now, yeah, and they'd send you home. 
Can't do that now. Fuck no. You send some kid home drunk and he has a wreck somewhere, they're going to sue your ass. But back then, teachers, the police, they weren't raising kids. Parents did the raising. Would there be any way of proving that that cop pulled him over? Well, back, I don't know. I mean, I guess if someone saw it do it, but they didn't video. No, they I mean They didn't have cameras and shit. Today. Oh, yeah, they got cameras and all kinds of shit. Every stop they record. Wow. You know, any interaction with someone basically is under a recorder. Have you seen the um, video of the police officer and the guys being a smart? Get the fuck out of here. We don't need you here. And he goes, sir, thanks a lot, man. We appreciate what you helped us with that last night. <laughs> oh, shit, I didn't know your camera's on. I'm sorry. And he walks off that guy. Fuck you, I didn't tell you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I did see the video of a guy in a park stabbed a guy, stabbed an officer right in the neck. Or almost. I think he just kind of grazed him, actually. They beat his ass? Fucking cop tased him, and he... Boom, Right on the sidewalk. Oh, okay. I want to talk about something I learned on this trip. Okay. We had we had a lot of conversation time. And this is startling. We Yeah, on old folks spring break. Do you know what soaking and marinating is? <laughs> it is a Mormon. It's a TikTok phenomenon. Yeah. I don't know if there's any truth to it. So what happens is is these Mormon girls, they can't have sex or the boys until they're Married, I guess. Mm-hmm. So what they do is, you read the what do they do? Okay, I recently became aware of the concept of soaking as an alternative to sexual intercourse, which is allegedly practiced by certain Mormons as a moral way to express one premarital desire for sexual activity without quote really having sex. I think one. Hold on. They put your penis in you, and yes, then you yes, have yes, to yes, lay yes, still, yes, yes, yes. and then you get your friends to jump up and down on the bed so you're not humping and grinding. The New York Times Post, which I, I've always been under the, you know, listen, when I did sex ed, it was, you know, once you have penetration, game's over. Like, that's, what is soaking? Soaking is, uh, in order for for the couple to further benefit from soaking, a friend helps them out by jumping or bouncing on the bed next to them. So now all of a sudden, like, are you in a, uh, it's called jump humping also. Oh, yes. Is this also a menage a trois? Well, they're not touching you. They're just jumping up on the bed for you. Yeah, but they're helping in the act. They're helping get you off. Well, I don't think that's considered menage a trois well, if you're the. They don't consider this sex, and it obviously is. So. I'm asking. I'm asking you. If you're the guy with the girl and you're laying on top of her and her friend's jumping up and down, but she don't ever touch you and she gets up and walks off, did you have a threesome? I think. Listen, if this is not counted sex, so you're counting that as a threesome. Then I count you. this as sex and as a threesome. Okay, so you're gonna go bragging to your friends even though yeah. you never touched that girl. Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Who said Mormons are living strictly by the book? A new viral video reveals that Mormon teens are doing what Mormon teens are doing to get around the no sex rule. Penetration without thrusting, also known as soaking, and its hashtag has 25.5 million. Can tags. you? Who comes up with this shit? I, listen, you've really got to know the good book to find that loophole. I'm telling you. Because that's also like, you know, a lot, a lot of teens are engaging in anal sex to preserve their virginity. The poop hole is not a loophole. The poop hole is not uh, a loophole. Put that on a that t-shirt. That should be a t-shirt, I'm the, telling you. The, the poop hole is not a loophole. The poop hole is not a loophole. If you have, if, if you have <laughs> anal sex, your virginity is gone. 
It's gone. You're not getting it back. The soggy biscuit and the poop hole is not a loophole to the best sayings ever on here. The poop hole, but that's how teens view it. They view the poop hole as a loophole, and it is not. It well, is far so from it. Can you imagine being the first guy? But that's what I'm saying. Who like, came up with this? How good? Mm-hmm. Like you've got to know that book inside and out. Listen to be like. Listen, I'm yeah. pretty sure I read on, on in Seventh Corinthians that I can put my penis in and not move it. It says, as long as I don't thrust, I'm good. Yeah. You're can not- you enjoy it? Like, is that? It, it, I'm telling you, in this game, the guy's got all the willpower. Why do you mean? What do you mean, all the willpower? How in the fuck is a guy not going to oh, move? Just, You're just going to sit there? there? That's not happening. You know damn well. I'm sure not. What if you get? What if you get a? Let a, me just move my toes a little bit. What if? Yeah. What if you get a jump buddy that's like not jumping to your liking? Can you like swap them out? I don't. I don't have a clue. Like, hey, can you tell him what to do? I is that know. is that considered legal? Like, hey, you need to jump faster and harder. Well, I don't know if there's any rules on this. And if you know a nice Mormon, uh, we would love to have a nice Mormon couple. You know, nineteen or twenty years of age. When I returned this from my Mormon us. mission and returned to Provo, Utah, her rumors about soaking, which male places his penis in a woman's vagina, and that's it. No moving, no thrusting, no no orgasm. That would be. You're this, just asking for fucking blue balls. Why are you even doing this? I don't. I I don't know. Talked to a few friends who had quote soaked. Well, I'm telling you right now, if the little bike riders come by my house, you're asking. I'm going to ask them. I asked them about masturbation one time, and they got off my fucking porch and hit the road. <laughs> I haven't seen them since. Fat guy in boxers, no shirt on. That's not what they wanted to hear about. <laughs> so they got on the deal and they left. But seriously, I don't know. I don't. Wh- who comes up with this shit? Well, you can't orgasm either. Well, I, yeah. What's the whole point? Soaking. Makes it round every now and then. Give a shot. And how do you tell your buddy to stop? Stop jump, yeah. stop jump. Oh, stop, it's stop, too stop, late. stop, stop, stop. Yeah. yeah. There's somebody have it. Someone's going to get knocked up soaking, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, of course they are. It's going to happen. Jump pumping. Never heard of a shit in my life. Could not, but I laughed so hard when I heard this. Mormons have very strict rules about touching over the clothes and under the clothes and no petting. So it's all very much against the laws of chastity. And would still require the man and woman to confess their to their bishops to be able to become good standing citizens in the church. So it really makes no sense. So then you got to go confess this. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't understand where they get that this is not sex. I always viewed it as that's that's the finish line. Once we're once we're there, the game's over. We're here. We might as well enjoy ourselves is what I've always figured it out, figured it as. But, yeah, listen, that is sex. That is a threesome. That is, you know, that's group sex is what that is. Welcome to Woodstock 1969. I just, I'm just, I was, I was absolutely shocked when I heard this. Every time I think, I would never even think of something like this. I thought, good for them. <laughs> now they're saying that this is going around colleges and it's duping poor girls in college that are trying to save their virginity. First of I'm all... Ch- I'm now chalking this up to a dangerous form of misinformation being used to manipulate naive girls in the dorm rooms. Okay. How many virgins do you think are on a, on a freshman 
freshman girl coming into college, mm-hmm. how what do you think the percentages are of them being virgins? Would you say seventy percent, fifty percent, thirty percent? What's the question? You're saying how many girls are virgins when they get out of high school and they go to college? Oh, that I don't know. What would you think? Uh, I'm gonna say less than fifty percent. Yeah, I'd go less than fifty. Between twenty and twenty and thirty. Well, you're going way less than fifty. Twenty and thirty. <laughs> you go way down there. I'm just trying to think back to when I was in those like shoes. When coach's daughters were graduating, yeah. I'd be like, you know, coach, they say that thirty percent of all girls are virgins. See, there's, and that's what this girl's saying. She's saying, she's saying that that's a polyamorous relationship. I don't. I don't get TikTok. I don't. I don't get TikTok. I, have, I don't even know how to watch it. She's, whoa, 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 whoa. She had it with her husband and a transgender woman, so she had it with two dudes? No, the, respo- the response, my best friend never thought I'd have, I'd, have to, I'd have to her telling me she's in a polyamorous relationship considering the right-wing Mormon I was three years ago. Oh, I, I, Jeff, I don't get TikTok. We okay. can finish the video, but I don't understand. No, it. I don't care about the video, but with her husband and a transgender woman, is a transgender woman a dude or is that an yes. actual... So she had a threesome with two dudes. It's a biological male. Okay, so like on your standards that you're going by, she had a threesome then. I think it's all a threesome. Whether you've got a girl jump jump humping or a a dude jump humping, it's a fucking threesome. I don't consider that a threesome if if the third person is not touching Are they participating in the act of you... Yeah, but sustaining that's, an erection and possibly <laughs> orgasming? I, I don't think that's a threesome. Jeff. I don't. The rules are very clear. Are they actively participating in 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 your cause in maintaining your erection and possibly having an orgasm? Yes or no? Are they actively participating in the I, act? I don't know. I'd have to see one to believe it. A so soaking session? You yeah. fuck, I'm sure you can watch find it. it. See, then I'll be like, yeah, that's a threesome. No, that I don't. It's a hundred percent a threesome. It's one hundred percent. So she a she had a cool threesome for her, but I would consider it an uncool threesome. Uncool threesome. So, but I don't you know. I don't find it shocking at all. Boys and young men were often trying to find workarounds like this. She said it is common and negative side effect of sexually oppressed large groups of people. I, I just I just this is this is crazy. Jump pumping. <laughs> Jump is pumping. That a video. Like I said. I hope that, like I said, I'm not on TikTok, so um, I think there's a lot of shit on TikTok that's not actually true. Well, I asked a Mormon. I called a Mormon that I know. Oh, you did? Well, I'm sure they said it's sex. No, he told me, he said, I've never fucking heard of this shit ever. Really? And he said, I missed out on them good times. What is soaking the teen? Uh, Here's an ex-Mormon. Well, we know what it really is. It's fucking a loophole to have sex. It's not a loophole. It's sex. Well, no, no. That's what I mean. It's sex. But you're trying to convince these girls that they're not really having sex. Hey, good for you. If that works for you and it works, good, you know. When I grew up, we used alcohol. Now you use the Bible. Is there sex? God's justice invokes the spirit of law. There are no loopholes. See? That's what I mean. We knew the Bible wouldn't work for us. We used Budweiser. Now they're going straight to the straight using the Bible. That's really a good move. Whoever come up with this, this is better than wedding crashers and funeral crashers. Yeah, but you would hope that a girl would be like, I need some references. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not taking your word on this. I need to see some shit in print. Don't just listen. Don't just expect me to take your word on this one. 
No, I'm not touching it. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need to see some stuff. If you can prove that to me, then I'm all good for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm fine with it if you can prove it. But until I see some stuff in writing, I think, I think it's bullshit. Sin-free sex act. <laughs> no, it is not. Not even close to a sin-free chest sex act. But, <laughs> you know, that's, it's a weird time we're living in. Yeah, I've just never... It's just, it's, this one, this one threw me for a loop for when I heard about this. I was like, God, I got to talk about this when I see Andy on the podcast. We're going to have to discuss this. Uh, and like I said, I, I called my only Mormon that I know. Next time I have a Mormon on the podcast, I'm going to ask, I asked for a Mormon six or seven different places. Excuse me, are you Mormon? <laughs> you They're hard to find. To, really? Even up there? Well, yeah, what, what do you think? I didn't see a Mormon church. I'm thinking of Amish. I'm sorry. I didn't see an Amish person either. Hmm. You know, though, they got the rump springer. Yep. Where they can do whatever the hell they want. Yep. You can go off and have a ball. But then when they come back, they can't do none of that shit anymore. I think you have to confess also. Do you have to confess after a rump springer? That's what I'll look up. Rump springer? I think so. Spring guy. All the parents of Amish teens seem to deliberately not want to push put restrictions, labels, or boundaries on their child when it comes to rump springer. <clears throat> They're meant to take however long and do all the crazy stuff they want. So can you like do a rump springer till you're like 55? I think you can do it as long as you want. And then you have to go back and you gotta not go, be rump springing no more. You got to go back and start taking shit a little bit more seriously. Rump springer or running around is a term used to describe the period. Adolescent Amish. But, you know, I think the... <clears throat> speaking of crazy loopholes, I think the Catholics are the ones that invented the calendar method to sex. So the calendar method... In the Bible, it says you're not supposed to spill your seed. So, uh, which is why the Catholics don't believe in contraception. So I think it was the Catholics that developed... The calendar method where you you can have sex because the woman is not ovulating. So the, the threat of pregnancy is lower and you can just hump your little brains out. Because you're not supposed to, it does say that in the Bible, you're not supposed to spill your seed. So the pull out method's gone, you know, all that good stuff. And I think the Catholics are the one that came up with that. I'll find it. Tell you what, there's a lot of people um, sex is an important thing, and if there's a way of getting around some shit, people will find it. Yeah, you can't have a child without a man and a woman having sex, right? We talked about that earlier, correct? Mm. Is that no, right? I, Jeff, I'm not I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you there. Yeah, there we go. The calendar based method known as the rhythm method was promoted by members of the Roman Catholic Church as, a, as the only morally acceptable form of, I was going to say, birth control. So there you go. Track her menstrual cycles without observing her physical fertility signs. I didn't know that there was any. But Maybe she's bitching a lot. Not supposed to, not supposed to spill your seed. <clears throat> what if... What, I keep waiting for a dumb question. It's coming right now. No, like, what if she, you know, what if you misread the signs and, like. You knocked her up then. Sheesh. I don't know. 
that's uh, it's quite a way of having sex. You're you're when you pull the old pull and pray method. Pull and pray. There's a lot of praying going on, so you should do that. A lot of pray, but all you gotta do is track the track the time of month, and you're good to go. Don't have to worry about anything. So see you there. So you're allowed to have sex three days a month, is by their calendar. Uh, no, I think the woman only ovulates like three three days a month. Yeah, but you're taking a chance if you get your days wrong. That's what I'm saying. There's probably three days for sure that you're good. I would just take a week off. Before, take you, you got a week of doing what you want. Take take the middle time off, and then right before she has her period, you're you're set and ready to go. So, I don't blame the Mormons. It's also the Catholics. A lot of people trying to find out how to have sex and not go to hell for it. Well, uh, I think that's even in a uh, even in a married couple. That what? You got to use the rhythm method if you're a Catholic. Yeah, they're not supposed to have contraceptive. That's why I wonder if Philip Rivers is Catholic. He must be. He's got like 13 kids. He must be. He's going to have to come out of retirement because he's got to pay for all those little shits. Teach sex outside of marriage. Anyway. Must have been an interesting podcast. We started out on nothing and ended at nothing. And we talked about God in the middle, and now we're talking about how to get around uh, the good book. So, typical time. Tell you what, I'm starting to get worried about what winter we're going to have. Let's I to- look. I told you we're not going to have any winter for a while. 90 degrees for four days. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And then we got another little cold front coming. And we got tons of geese here now. Uh, Fox is in South Dakota. He said it's tough. Not Every- slim pickings. Everybody I know up there says it is. And then I'll talk to the guy. Oh, we're wearing them out. He says there's no ducks. Yeah. I don't understand how there's no ducks. Are they still in Canada? Is I, that what? What would, would push them down? Mine not North Dakota hides in the 40s for a couple days, but I mean, and then it warms up to the 60s. Jamestown, same thing. Carrot River, Carrot River's 40s and 50s. But I mean, geez, geez, Louise, I don't know what's going to take. Uh, we're going to have to have some winter. We're we are going to be in good shape until Thanksgiving and after Thanksgiving if we don't have a front. We'll be, we'll be fine until Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're, we always we are. Tons of birds here, calendar birds here, but we're going to need some winter, early November, mid-November. And nobody knows what's going to happen either way. But it's that way all over. But I, I've been saying for the last two or three weeks that there's going to be some stagnant birds with no fronts, and it has to be. Foxes in South Dakota, they're not killing any birds. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to listen to this, well, I was South Dakota, and we shot five-man limit. Well, sure, I'm sure, I'm sure there's places are. there are, but yeah. the average place don't have any birds. Shit, I've seen it snow up there. They've had blizzards before. We had a freeze and ice storm here last year about a week from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, we're not. Yeah, because I saw my my, my it was a week, memories. a week later. A week ago, me and Mom were just now getting <clears throat> to Boston. Last year at this time, we were just now landing today. It was our first day there. Right. And it was, and we were there for the whole week, Monday through Friday. We got back home, and I think on Sunday or Monday it got bad here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so hopefully we're going to get some winter. We're going to need some winter. We got I've got some dates left, not a lot. I've got some weekdays in December left. I got the week after Christmas still available, twenty seventh through thirtieth. I can do a group in Oklahoma and Texas. And it's weird. I used to that was my first week always to sell out, and I hadn't hardly had any calls on it this year. <clears throat> Don't give me a line. No, it's just it's crazy how you have certain times that are still available, and other years they're they're gone forever. Mm-hmm. And I've got some January towards the end, some weekdays left still. I have guy, guy, guy every day will call, do y'all have any dates left? And I'll tell him what I got. Well, God dang, we was wanting a weekend there first of <laughs> December. Well, yeah. 
April's a good time to yeah. call for that. You better date. call in March if you want that for sure. Yeah. All right, let's jump off here. We got a birthday party to go to. Yep. Yep. Reese boys turning uh, seven, so we're gonna go party at the park. Last year for his birthday, it was cold as shit. Yeah, I'm wearing shorts. And Jesse asked me about doing it tomorrow or today, and I said, oh, we need to do it tomorrow because there's a good chance of rain. I mean, today. And now they took the rain out. But when I left on Wednesday, there was a good chance of thunderstorms. There's no rain here, Jesse. No. We're in the fucking desert. Did, have you, you haven't been by the Hearn lately, have you? It's down. Whew. Yeah, we need some rain. Bar- I mean, it's barely even a mud puddle. Yeah, it's crazy. We were in good shape, but. Two months ago, we were in great shape. Hmm. All right. Thank y'all for listening to us. God bless y'all. Have a great week. We'll see you in another day. Bye. Check out all of our sponsors. We got a new sponsor. Steak Plains Meats. Listen, we're in uncertain times and whole beef is the way to go. Check out Shin Gear Waiters, Pacific Calls, Dive Bomb Industries, Boss Shot Shells, Dirty Duck Coffee, Lucky Duck, Looking Glass Duck Club Podcast, Gun Dog Outdoors, Goose Creek Retrievers, Bangtail Whiskey, Eyesight Drones, and Sanford Hunt Outfitters.